Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Limitless podcast, where we are going to build a solid foundation of self-worth, consistency, and wellness to start living our lives to their greatest potential. My name is Courtney. I'm a 26-year-old who is passionate about advocating for mental and physical health, stress management, adventures, and going after my dreams, no matter what gets in my way. Throughout my podcast, I will be sharing personal stories, helpful information, lessons that I've learned, and tips to inspire you on your own journey to Limitless. Welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. So thank you so much for tuning in to Journey to Limitless podcast. I am so happy to be doing this episode because I feel like this is a really important episode being that comparison is so common, especially with how much we are on social media and how much external stimulation that we take in every single day. It is so easy to compare ourselves to other people. So for this episode, (laughs) this episode is called Comparisonitis because I think it really is kind of a second nature to compare ourselves to other people. And sometimes we're doing it without us even fully realizing that we're doing it. So the affirmation for the episode is I have everything I need. And that card is from the Vibrant Moments Affirmation Deck. So check out the show notes if you're interested in getting your own deck. I have the link down there for you. But that card I picked because as you know, when we compare ourselves, a lot of times it comes from a source of thinking that we don't have enough or we are comparing what we don't have. We think it's like a scarcity mindset when we compare ourselves to other people. We want what other people have. So I think it comes back to understanding that we do have what we need, even if, you know, we'll kind of go into this a little bit, it's okay to strive for more, but to also be grateful for what you do have and acknowledge that what you have is enough for you. So I'm excited to dive into this episode as always. So first I'll just start with a definition of comparisonitis because you're probably like, well, I've never heard the itis added to comparison. Comparisonitis is an impulsive act of comparing oneself to another, which leads to feelings of unworthiness and inadequacy. I got that definition from the Wellness Hive and I think I've seen that in a few other places, but I figured I would just mention that website. It's basically measuring your happiness in life against someone who is completely unrelated to you. And a lot of times, like I said, we do this without even really recognizing that we're doing it. Especially on social media, it is so easy to compare what we see online. And a lot of times we don't think about how that person or these people that we're comparing ourselves to are posting their highlight reel. They're posting the beautiful stuff. They're posting the things that they're so super proud of, but they're not posting the fact that they argued with their husband. They're not posting with the fact that before this picture, they were crying. They're not posting the ugly side of things. And a lot of times it's so easy to not think about that. It's so easy to think that this person has it all. And another reason why I think they call it comparisonitis is because it never ends. So an example is if you want purple hair like this one girl, you're going to get purple hair. You're going to think that that's going to make you happy. And then you're going to want to get blue contacts to match the eye color or whatever. Like, you know, I know that's a silly explanation, but you're always going to be chasing something else because you're never satisfied with what you have. So I think going back to that affirmation of I have everything that I need, if you tell yourself that over time, you 
I would hope wouldn't compare yourself as much because you're satisfied with what you have. You don't really, you won't keep striving for all these other things that you don't have. You're gonna be happy and content with your life, your job, what you look like, especially I hope that that, ha- I hope that, that happens and you won't need to keep striving for what other people have. And I tell you this as your friend because this is really important and something that I have learned a lot of tools to have more control over this in my life and so it doesn't control me as much. I'm not perfect. This is something that still pops up for me, but I have tools that I can check myself and bring myself and make myself more centered when it starts to happen. So that's why I'm excited to share this with you today. So to go right into the episode, number one is to be self-aware. Self-awareness is really the base of everything else. You have to be self-aware in order to stop the pattern of comparing yourself to other people. So when you catch yourself, you have to remind yourself and recognize that it's happening. And I know that kind of sounds really basic, but it's true. Under like It really just comes down to recognizing when you're doing it. And also understand and maybe notice the pattern of when this is happening to you. When are you catching yourself, comparing yourself to others? Is it when you're talking to certain people? Is it when you're on social media? And what comes up for you? Understanding where this lack mindset is coming from as well. Another thing that can go into being self-aware is also recognizing that you don't know the whole story and that you're making assumptions off of somebody's social media. And I, I'm going to keep going back to that example because I feel like the social media example, by the way, because I feel like it is so relevant and probably where us as humans, we make the most comparisons these days, especially in the world of COVID. We are always on social media and that's where we spend a lot of our time. So A lot of times, like I said, we make assumptions of recognizing that it's an assumption and likely you're not getting the whole story. So being aware of that as well. And maybe you can use that sentence, uh, you know, I don't have the whole story and making an assumption as a way to kind of snap yourself out of the comparisonitis cycle. Maybe it can, you know, bring you back to being centered. The first step is to just be self-aware and catch yourself in these thoughts when you start to compare yourself to other people catch yourself and try and make sure that you are not making assumptions about what you're seeing on social media. Don't assume that their life is perfect. Don't assume that they have it all. Everybody has flaws. You know, maybe they do have something that you don't have, but this is going to go into number two, but you have great qualities as well. So number two is to focus on what you do have. So in these moments where you are comparing yourself to other people because we're human, it's gonna, I think it's kind of second nature to compare ourselves. And it doesn't always have to be bad, but focusing on what we do have and what we do bring to the table. So I'll give you an example. So let's say you're following this model on Instagram who has long legs, beautiful blonde hair, perfect body. I want you to think about qualities that you have. It does not have to be physical and I would actually suggest it not be physical because beauty does not mean it is all physical. That person might not be that great of a person. That person might not have solid relationships in their life. That person might want a great boyfriend, but you have a great boyfriend. Whatever you feel is something that you have that you are proud of, something that you have that you are so grateful that you have. You know, for me, when I would start to feel really insecure, I would go back and say, I love my dimples. I have four dimples and, you know, that can be pretty unique. So that's something that when I start to compare myself to other women, I would come back and say, you know, I'm 
I love this about myself. I love my curly hair. I love my dimples. I love my determination. I love my sense of humor. You know, there's a lot of different things that you have inside. You know, these are examples of me, but there's a lot of things that you have inside that you should love about yourself as well. And believe it or not, there are people out there that want what you have. Like I said, there's people that want solid relationships. There's people that want the career that you have. If you have brown eyes, there's people that want brown eyes. I know, you know, a lot of people with brown eyes don't really like their eye color, but there's people that want that. That's just an example. Be proud of what you have and acknowledge what you have and focus on that versus focusing on what you don't have. I really suggest it not being all physical. So you might be hilarious. You might, you know, people might say that you're the nicest person that they ever met. That is definitely something to be proud of yourself for and something that you should be so grateful for because not a lot of people can say that. So I want you right now to think about things that you have that you love about yourself, things that you have that you love about your life. Let's say that you're comparing yourself to people that go on vacations all the time or you're comparing yourself to people that have really nice houses. What do you have? You have a roof over your head, I would hope. You may have a really nice car. You may live in a beautiful place. There are things that you have that sometimes it's so easy to not remember when we're so busy comparing ourselves to people and thinking about what we don't have. So let's take a second and think about what we do have and what we do bring to the table. Okay, so number three is to reframe. So reframing, a lot of times, and this is kind of a more positive side to comparison. You know, a lot of times when we think of comparison, we think of it as all bad, but it doesn't have to be. So when I say reframe, I really mean thinking about if you're jealous of this person's job or this person's eating habits or this person's workout routine or you know, this person's relationship, maybe that's a sign that you want to make some changes in your life. And that's not a bad thing, but I think it's choosing to not look at it as jealousy or, and choosing to look at it as motivation, motivation to eat better, motivation to get out of that toxic situation, motivation to, to make an improvement in your life. You're probably comparing yourself to this person for a reason. And I'm not saying it's always good because, you know, sometimes you can be comparing yourself to a body type that you physically cannot have. You know, I definitely have done that. And that's when I learned that I'm never going to be able to have that and that's okay. So why should I keep comparing myself to this person? But it's different when you compare yourself to somebody who has the job that you want or you compare yourself to a person who has the lifestyle that you want. Use that as motivation versus just playing the victim and just sitting around being jealous. Use it as the motivation to make improvements in your life that you really want to. You don't have to be jealous. You can you can create the life that you want to. And if that is the root of your comparison, take it as a sign to get up and make some changes in your life. And if it comes down to something that you physically cannot have, such as a specific body type or a specific eye color or, you know, smaller feet. I don't know, whatever comes up for you, you have to remind yourself that you can't compare yourself to this person. And it's okay if you don't have what this person has and you never will. That's okay. It does not take away from what you do have. So go back and focus on what you do have when you do have that realization that you're never going to have what that person has. It's okay. You will survive. You have things to bring to the table that this person might not. So I think it's important to go back and, you know, go back to number one and number two and remind yourself of that when you do have that realization. Don't beat yourself up and don't get upset about it. I know it's easier said than done, but 
realizing that there's no reason to compare yourself to somebody that is completely unrelated to you. You're going to drive yourself crazy. I have been there so many times and I don't want you to do that anymore. And I hope that that really helps you. And I'm, you know, I really hope that you can remember this podcast episode when these thoughts do come up. The beautiful thing about being a human is that we're all different. Like I said, you may not be able to have that body type, but it does not mean that your bot that there is something wrong with your body it does not mean that there is something wrong with you because you don't look like the specific person. Beauty comes in so many different ways. So I think it's important to focus on the type of beauty that you have and not to focus on the type of beauty that she has. I this quote just came into my mind about, you know, a flower doesn't bloom by, you know, comparing itself to the flowers next to it. It just blooms. So I know that sounds super cheesy and cliche, but it's so, so true. So lastly, number four is to reduce your exposure. So I think the best way to do this, you know, I'm going to go back to the social media example is if you're following accounts right now that do not make you feel good about yourself. And I mean, accounts of people that you don't know in real life. I'm going to use that example because you really don't have to follow those people. They're not going to really know if you're gone. So just get rid of them. And if you do like their content, but you can't look at it from that lens of not being jealous, get rid of them at this time. And then maybe in the future, when you feel better about yourself and you have a better relationship with comparisonitis, maybe you can go back and use them as motivation versus being jealous but I think at this time when if you're really deep into this bad cycle you know reduce your exposure you don't have to follow these people you don't have to look at people that make you feel like crap about yourself and when you do that I would try to find people that struggle with comparison as well to make you feel not so alone and also follow accounts that keep it real there are so many people out there that literally call out people not like they like at them you know tag them or anything but they do these compare they do these side by sides of a perfect life and behind the scenes and I personally love those accounts because it makes me feel less alone it makes me understand the behind the scenes and that's why lately I feel like with social media I love where it's going because I feel like less people are looking for the perfectly curated content and more people want to be real more people want to see real so you know, surround yourself with people that you can relate to. Don't follow these people that literally act like their lives are perfect because they're liars. They're lying to you. And, you know, if there's a specific person in your life who doesn't make you feel good about yourself or you compare yourself to this person, you know, I know if you know this person in real life, that might be tricky to reduce your exposure. And this is just another little addition, but maybe you could talk to this person like you know if they're you know if they have if their life seems perfect or maybe ask them like if this is a personal friend like is your life as easy as you make it seem or you know maybe they can keep it real with you and you'll see that it's not all rainbows and butterflies rainbows and butterflies like you think it is sometimes just asking questions sometimes people don't you know they're not meaning to make it look that way they're just not talking about the struggles. Everybody has struggles. So just ask questions. And if you are not comfortable with that, then just reduce your time with that person or delete them on social media. There's really no harm in that. You have to watch out for your mental health. 
So recapping the episode, number one is to be self-aware. So self-awareness, I believe, is the base of everything. It really comes down to understanding when these thoughts are happening. Also being aware and understanding that you're making assumptions about somebody. And I'm going to go back to the example of social media. You're making assumptions off of things that you're seeing on social media. And just remember and check in with yourself that what you're seeing is most likely not the full story. Number two is focusing on what you do have. You have a lot of great qualities, whether you believe it or not, and there are people who want what you have. So focusing on what you do have and not focusing on what you don't. Comparison is the thief of joy and comparison is focusing on a lack mindset. It's focusing on what we don't have. So if we can turn around and be grateful, that refills our joy. And it, you know that's the base of actually being happy. Number three, is to reframe it. So not all comparison has to be looked at in a bad sense. Sometimes comparison can lead us to living better lives. If you see someone who has a workout routine that you really want or eats, you know, eats, has a better relationship with nutrition than you or has the dream job that you want, use that as motivation and don't keep sitting in the victim mindset thinking that you can never have it. Motivate yourself and, you know, maybe you can connect with this person and ask them questions on how they do it. On the flip side of that, sometimes we can't reframe it. Sometimes we're jealous of people for things that we physically can't have, such as a specific body type or a specific eye color or, you know, small feet was the other thing that I said. That, and if you catch yourself in those thoughts of being jealous about people about that, we have to understand that we have to move on. We can't keep going down this cycle of comparison you know, if it can be a source of motivation, great. But if it can't, we have to learn to move on. So go back to number one and two. And lastly, number four is to reduce your exposure if nothing, if nothing else works. You can't keep making yourself miserable. You have the key to your happiness. And if comparing yourself to other people, like I said, it's a thief of joy. If you physically cannot stop comparing yourself to other people, you have to at least reduce your exposure. Delete people on social media. Reduce the time that you spend with people that make you feel like crap about yourself. There are people who don't intentionally want to make their lives look perfect, but there are a lot of people that do. So be mindful of who you're following and also try to find people that keep it real, people that you can relate to, people that show their struggle, maybe also people that do literally do side-by-side pictures showing, you know, re, you know, Instagram versus reality. I love those types of posts because it really helps me and I'm sure it can help you as well. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, you can DM me on Instagram. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. I always appreciate the feedback. It helps me know that you're getting value from this podcast. That is my ultimate goal. That's why I show up and do this. You can also leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews really do help the podcast reach more people. But in other news, I do just want to let you know that April 24th, at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, I will be hosting my first workshop. I do plan to do workshops once a month. This first one will be free, but the first workshop is called the Visualize Confidence Workshop. And I'm not there to tell you how to be confident. I will give you tips, but I really just want you to discover what confidence means to you. It can mean a lot of different things to other people. So, you know, we'll be doing visualization exercises, you know, bring a journal, we'll be doing journal prompts and just providing open-ended questions for you to answer that can help you discover what that means to you and what confidence looks like to you. 
So if you're interested in that, please DM me on Instagram. Uh, I will be sending out a Zoom link to your email the week before. So if you're interested, I will put you on my list and I'll have you set up. And if you are listening to this after April 24th, the interview, I mean, sorry, not the interview, the workshop will be recorded. So if that's something that you're interested in, just DM me, I will send it over to your email as well. So check the show notes if you're interested in that. I will have all the information there for you. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day and I'm so excited to talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It means so much to me. If you connected with this episode and want to share with your friends, take a screenshot of you listening and tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. I would love to tell you how much I appreciate you. And as always, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.